0: Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning,
1: everybody. It is uh, the end of the week here on Political Coffee, and that means you. It's, called, it's Freedom Friday. That's what we we do on Fridays. I, as your benevolent dictator, radio talk show host, give you the freedom. Call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. Doesn't have to be what you know. I'm uh, I'm talking about what's on your mind. And you know, it's really easy You just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. That's the power of GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Or shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at KSLM.news. So is it a victory or is it a sellout? the Senate Republican leadership at least a handful Oregon senators decided to cut deals with the Democrats and they're calling it a big win Oregon Firearms Federation says not to sell out in fact the Oregon 13 Oregon's 13 dot com merchandise you know the T-shirt you could buy. They have a picture, Oregon Firearms Federation, of it. One of them strung up on a line and they lit it on fire. And the headline is, sell out complete. They have a couple of pieces today. So of course, in the Oregon Catalyst, which is ostensibly run by Tim Canope's son, Reagan, they parrot the House Republicans and the Senate Republicans press releases talking about how wonderful of a win this was. Really? Well, at the bottom of the hour, we're gonna talk to State Senator Dennis Linthicum about the so-called win. Is it a win? Is he gonna show up and vote for these bills? The Oregon Catalyst article says walkout ends win for parental rights and for gun rights. Now, I want to stop there. What have we heard from the beginning of this walkout from Senate Republicans? It's all about the Constitution and the rule of law. They're not writing bills the way the law says they should be written. That's what we've heard, right? over and over again. As you know, I have noted that that's so far off the mark, even the Oregonian editorial board basically had to say so. But that's what he kept saying over and over again. But what's the headline? It's a win for parental rights and gun rights. No headline about it's a win for the rule of law. Now, they start out their press release, the Senate Republicans saying, Senate Republicans and independents stood firm at the last line of defense for parental rights and the rule of law. So how come you didn't lead with parental rights the whole time? 10 year olds getting abortions without parental consent. Why didn't you do that? You geniuses at messaging over at the Senate Republican office. How come you didn't? Now you're doing it. So folks, they say that this is protected parental rights by striking down large portions of House Bill 2002 and Senate Joint Resolution 33, which basically would have taken all the bad parts of House Bill 2002 and put it into Oregon's constitution, or would have allowed us to vote to put it in Oregon's constitution. They say they're defending the second amendment rights of law abiding gun owners by striking large portions of House Bill 2005 and all of Senate Bill 348 and Senate Bill 393. It prioritizes legislation there's your key words, right? Part of the deal. To exempt small farming, ranching, timber families from the Oregon estate tax. Give impeachment power of statewide elective executive branch officials to the House of Representatives and to be tried in Oregon impeachments. Oregon's the only state that doesn't have impeachment. I tried it when I served in the House of Representatives. Nobody was interested and we Republicans controlled it. And then it it, finally, it ensures that bill summaries be redrafted to comply with house rules, Senate rails, Oregon statute and the Oregon constitution. Are there some good things in this cave? Yep, but let me ask you this question. Couldn't they have gotten all of this by holding out and killing all of the bills? Or was it a fair trade to get things that exempt, you know, farms like mine, ranching from the Oregon estate tax, getting impeachment power, like that's ever gonna be exercised, and ensuring the bill summaries are redrafted to comply with House rules, Senate rules, the Oregon statute, and the Oregon Constitution. Who cares? Nobody cares about that. True, they should, but nobody cares about it. You didn't win anything here. Why didn't you just stay out and kill everything and then get what you wanted as a condition of coming back in for a special session to deal with budgets? Or, as Brian Boquist told us, As he visited with us, and thank you, Senator Boquist, for, first of all, not signing on to this. And number two, for coming to the political coffee clatch this last Tuesday night and talking about how this, the walkout, and if they hold firm, puts them in a higher position of leverage for what? The 2024 session. Why wouldn't they do that? Well, I'm going to tell you, there are two things to look for as to why they caved now. And is it a cave? Is this a win for parental rights, a win for gun rights? Both of these bills now become law. They're supposedly changed with big amendments. Do you trust the Democrats to actually do that? What do you think? 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buke GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am, Jeff at KSLM.news. I'm gonna go to the phones in a moment. I will share with you the emails from, or rather the press releases from the Oregon Firearms Federation and their view of it. Got an email from uh, Jim about a massive Oregon DMV data breach that occurred days ago. Saw it on K2 news. That's great, he writes. They delayed releasing the information. Yep. Something like 3.5 million Oregon driver's licenses. Now, first of all, do we have that many people in Oregon that qualify for driver's licenses? There are 4.2 million people? 3.5 of them have driver's licenses? Really? Hmm. Wonder how many illegal aliens get their driver's licenses there. So is this a win? Is it not? What do you think? Other things that are out there. Uh, today, Joe Biden gripe, groping, literally groping the breasts of actress Eva Longoria in front of everyone, the world to see. She didn't like it. Dominion voting machines, that report um, that has been very quietly hidden away that the Dominion, all of the voting machines by this is by this highly respected professor. This thing's been hidden away for two years. Proves exactly everything Mike Lindell has said. It is a absolute stunning thing what they say has been happening all released in a report. Okay, let's get to the phones. We're going to start first with Art. Art, good morning. Your thoughts on Freedom Friday?
2: Uh, Jeff, I mean, this should be everybody's thought right now, what's going on here. And there's a lot of things that we should be doing, uh, and that's why I, I really want to talk to you extensively uh, to curtail what's happening. Number one, okay, uh, They absolutely shouldn't have caved. And number two, okay, we're supposed to be a government of the people and by the people. Now, we know damn well that uh, Cano did not discuss this with our uh, Republican leaders, uh, not only the state Uh, Republican Party, but also the county and and, and, uh, Republican parties. Uh, This is a real insult to us, and we need to make sure that, number one, all of our county Republican uh, parties uh, let Canopno and those traitors that this is unacceptable. We need to sanction them. We need to yell and scream at them. We need to over-inundate them this weekend with phone calls. And then on Monday, we should also be going to the Capitol if we can and uh, visiting their offices. This is absolutely unacceptable. Uh, Caving at the last moment when we could have had everything And now, uh, we're not sure what the heck we have. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. You don't compromise that, Jeff, period. Okay, with the kids, 15 year olds, 16 year olds, and 17 year olds are gonna be eligible to go and, and have abortions without parental consent or notification. What about this transgender stuff? I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I, 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 and you're, you're right, the Democrats absolutely do everything uh, to screw us and we never learn. We never, never learn. We had everything uh, to be able to negotiate better in maybe a special session, but definitely next time, and they threw it away. Oh, Jeff, I got so much to say, but we need to strategize on how to make this as as less damaging as possible. And it's starting with Republican leadership.
1: So you've just hit on something, and we'll talk about it on the other side of this break. Thanks, Art. Freddie, hang on, I'll get to you. Love you, man. Damage. Who gets damaged? Oh.
0: Jeff, now at 503 589 1220. That's 503 589 1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23
1: minutes past the top, down a moment. We're going to chat with Freddie. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. The number to call is 503 589 1220. 5035-891220 is the Power of GMC talk line. Or send me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. Before we go to Freddie, just want to remind you, if you're looking for a contractor you can trust that is absolutely a breath of fresh air, you should talk to Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations. I'm going to be working with Eric on the project, Building My New Home. And in chatting with him, uh, it is a privilege to talk to somebody that is absolutely honest and upfront with you about everything. And I tell you, that's just refreshing. In the contracting business, it's a good thing. So call Eric Azer at Righteous Renovations. Check out his website. You'll see some of the incredibly good work that he has done. Pictures before and after and very satisfied customer comments. Go to RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com. Let's go to Freddie. Freddie, good morning. Your thoughts today on Freedom Friday.
3: Uh, Good morning, Jeff. Um, Listening to what um, the last caller said, you know, I don't have enough time in the day to do any of that. My feeling is, is we just need to vote for people that have integrity, like Brian Boatman. Like Mike Neerman you know, those people, they weren't afraid to break a few ditches. and of course they, they got rid of Mike and then they tried to build a fence around, you know, our colonel. So I, I'm not quite sure what we do going forward other than we really need to vet these people. Now I just heard on large yesterday that our newly elected young lady in the fifth congressional district voted with the Democrats and, uh, and right re, uh Republicans against a bill that was against one of the agitators on the Democrat side. And she hid all of that while she was running for office. So I just don't know what we're going to do. I just don't know.
1: Well, um, it is a, a fair question to ask because, yeah, and, and I know uh, Lori Chavez de Reamer voted that way. She'll, she's going to get another chance because Representative Anna Paulina Luna, who brought forward that censure and monetary fine resolution, which any member of the House can do. OK, she brought she's going to do it again this time. It's not going to have the fine assas- associated with it. It'll just be censure. Okay. We'll see how Lori Chavez de Reemer and everybody else votes on that. I suspect I know why she didn't. She's the number one target on the Democrats' list. She's in a Democrat district, drawn that way specifically. She probably is listening to Kevin McCarthy, whom I have no love for, who um, is probably, his consultants are probably telling her, look, you can't be seen as being really mean to the Democrats or whatever. That's my guess, she's probably listening to that, but nonetheless, she should still, to your point, vote the right way. Now, vetting people ahead of time. So, if she had not won, we would only have a three-seat majority. If three other Republicans hadn't won, Kevin McCarthy, wouldn't be in the House of Representatives now, and we wouldn't be uncovering what we're uncovering about the deep state, about Joe Biden. These things wouldn't be happening. We're gonna uncover stuff because we wouldn't be in control. So that's, to me, that's the the conundrum that I find myself in, Freddie, because I absolutely agree with what you're saying. I share that same frustration. It's different, however, with the Oregon, Oregon's 13, Okay, this is different because only five of these Republican senators in Oregon have decided to sell us out.
3: What about the rest? I, I need to re- and what does that mean? I, I need to respond to you before I run out of time here. Uh, as, as far as what you're, the number one target on the Democratic side is Donald Trump. And the people are rallying behind him.
1: The Republican yeah, I, party I'm needs talking to, about the house I'm talking about in the House of Representatives yeah Chief I, I know
3: one. I understand that but what I my point here Jeff is that all of the Republicans need to rally around Republican people irregardless and help them don't try to play soft pedal because there's a few Democrats on the side that are going to come after you get after it we we need to rally very strong and be united that's the issue. We're not. And what you just articulated is a softball approach to that thing. I'm talking about this is war, Jeff. And you fight. You don't retreat. You fight. You, do, you don't. Do no, 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 no. I, I'm retreat. not. Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey. So, so stop for a second. I'm articulating what I think is the thinking. I don't agree with it at all. I agree with you totally. This is war. Because the people that have been damaged here by the Republicans caving is the Republican Party and the future, why should the frustrate Why should anybody vote Republican in the party? Think about it. If you're going to get this kind of a response, when we had victory in our hands, it damages the party and it damages, they just shot themselves in the foot. Freddie, that's what they did. I agree with you totally. But I'm trying to explain the rhino thinking It's why they do some of these things. So what should we do? Should we primary them on purpose, knowing that we might lose their seat just to make the point? What's the answer here? Let's talk to Senator Dennis Linthicum on the other side of the break and get his opinion.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. In a moment, we're going to
1: chat with uh, Senator Dennis Linthicum, who normally joins us on Tuesdays. He was gracious to agree to come on and chat a little bit about what's going on. With the uh, Senate Republicans, got to remind you that if what's going on in your air conditioning system ain't good and that you're kind of miserable at home at the hot part of the day, maybe even in your business, why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? And they'll get out and they'll get it fixed for you. And they do it right away. It's really simple. Just go to their website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. There's their phone number. 503-580-1456. 503-580-1456. Senator Linthicum, thanks for uh, joining us on short notice today. I appreciate it. I noticed you weren't one of the five Republican senators on the floor of the Senate yesterday. How come? Well, I mean, isn't this like a, a great day for Compromise?
4: Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think I I believe I believe uh, Tim's uh, original message that we could change history, that this was a turning point yes. in Republican values and building a coalition and that we could be the brick wall that stopped the left coast from uh, pitching itself into the ocean. I wouldn't mind if they pitched themselves into the ocean, but I think what your <laughs> listeners, uh, what your listeners have to understand is the 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 Democrats have uh, taken the system, they've marched through the institutions by system and design, they always, under the colorable pretext of safety or caring for children or securing property, even as a nice you know phrase they'll throw up. they they frequently are the screw in a mechanical fitting, always gaining, always gripping, always holding fast, never slipping and never losing or letting go. And this is the value of understanding how these things work. We have to become anti-federalists. We have to complain about large government systems because a handful of elites run the game and then we get uh, shafted, and so um, I'm doing my best to. I'm here today because it's Freedom Friday. I love the I idea <laughs> of Freedom Friday, <laughs> and and we need to we need to learn to echo the founders and tell these buggers to knock it off.
1: So, the effect of uh, I mean, I, I talked to another senator, and and the senator said very clearly to me, they don't approve of the deals that have been cut here and that this Senator's simply not gonna come back. So I I asked that Senator, well, what are you hearing from some of your other colleagues? And what the Senator told me was that they think that other colleagues don't wanna come back until these controversial bills have been voted on. And it's interesting to note, Senator, that the um, the gun bill which passed that is supposedly amended uh, Senate Bill 2005 that the senators that were on the floor, the five senators providing quorum that were on the floor, all voted no. So if it's, as the Oregonian said, such a victory for as Vicki Brees Iverson claims it is for gun owners, then why would they vote no? Doesn't make any sense, does it?
4: Well, yeah, see, you know, the big part of, pol- this this is why you can't trust your local politician and you can apply that to <laughs> me as well. Right, because you can say one thing, the media will publish and they will do whatever they can to advance the left cause. They are always for Democrats, 98% for Democrats, 90, you know, 99% for Democrats. And so they will spin quote unquote the story whichever way possible. So uh, Republicans keep trying to get into that maelstrom of news media and voice an opinion that uh, that will get printed. And they very rarely stand up for these founder ideas, these old fashioned ideas, these ideas based on natural law and moral law and historic norms and biological norms, by the way, what is a right, female, right. what is a yeah. male? And, um, and so the medical industry, the tyranny that's coming from the medical boards and the money machine that is single payer healthcare, this is all coming along because everybody wanted free healthcare, everybody wanted affordable healthcare. And at some point, you know, to get to gain a seat, you have to be able to attract, quote unquote, attract the modern voter. And so um it's not it's not th- this is what makes big government, and I've always been an anti-federalist. I've always been a small government guy. I've always believed in less taxes, less government, smaller this, and smaller that. And I try to channel the founders and quote them endlessly because bless them, they were right. And we keep falling for the modern narrative that says, you know, it's a perfectly appropriate for the legislature to step into um, what you can own in a firearm and what you can't own. It's not the legislature's business at the federal level. It says this right shall not be infringed. And I don't know what's so difficult to understand about that. Now, men, behave badly you know it only took a rock to kill you know a very first biblical story some some brother kills another brother a relation a close relation with a rock and then in later on we see some giant getting slain by a rock and it's not the rock that was the evil thing it was the men and the deed that they performed we've got to assign responsibility to people not to firearms not to SUVs not to um you know to uh viruses you know this this is a real problem with mankind so i think this is this is a really deep deep issue and the elites have taken control and are kind of running things and we're all wondering gee how is this going to work we have to become far more skeptical Of the policies that are coming out of Salem and be more closely aligned with no, 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 no thanks, no, 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 no thanks versus yes, yes, yes. And right now, the House is going to have to concur. So I think the House should get called out. They've got less than their 10 days. I'm already, quote, out of office, right? Right. I'll be there for a month and a half. The House will, um, they can be, they can go out for the next nine days and not suffer a twinge of unexcused threat and they can just put a cold chalk into this whole machinery and stop it cold. Now, the things that don't go back to the House for concurrence um, will get, you know, pushed on through by Republicans on the Senate side, which I also think is a mistake but everybody's got a dog in the fight. When you pass 3000 bills, when you put 3000 bills on the uh, uh, beginning of the legislative calendar and you have 350 of them to gavel through in the last five days, you somebody's got something they want out of that mix. Oh, that's a good bill. Oh, that's a good bill. Oh, that's a good bill. And that's purposeful to confuse the public, to confuse senators, to build collegiality amongst this elite body of senators. And we have to get away from the collegiality, the kindness, the courtesy. We're gonna have to learn to stand up on our own two feet and say, no, we're not putting up with it anymore.
1: Well, so you're right. The house has this uh, opportunity to stand up and say no. But given that there were deals cut to exempt small farming, ranching, and timber families from the Oregon estate tax, at Senate Bill 498, impeachment well, isn't that power, a all of that. Deal. Yeah.
4: yeah. Oh, that's his. See, this is exactly how it works. I'll that's give right. you a little cherry if I can whack off your left leg. Right. <laughs> and you're you're thinking you got a dessert out of it. Yay, I got a dessert. I I go to I go to the coffee clutch cuz I get free donuts. And then somebody takes your hindsight. You know, this it's not worth the stinking calories.
1: Amen to that. Senator, unfortunately we're at the end of our time. Thank you for joining us on such short notice. We'll talk with you next Tuesday. Senator Dennis Linticum, somebody who believes in liberty. How's this all going to play out? How do you think it should play out? What's your opinion? You got one segment left. Call and tell me what you think on Freedom Friday.
0: Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp.
1: Ten minutes to the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to go to the phones. We've got people stacked up on the last segment here on Freedom Friday. John writes an email about feeling betrayed by the Senate Republicans said i can't describe how betrayed i feel about Canope's decision to cave and then he posts the picture of the oregon's 13 t-shirt being burnt jeffrey writes an email that he sent to all of the senators and did not get one response and it's a heartbreaking story about his grandson and how his grandson was given a questionnaire at public school in oregon and based on one question, which they determined he was transgendered, the school did and put him in a special class for transgender kids. You know what the question was? Uh, by the way, his parents objected. They retal. He went. The parent, the father, went to the school and told him, you know, you, you better knock this off, or I'm going to sue each of you personally. They read. They engaged in retribution, he says. So they left, they moved to Reno, Nevada. And you know what the question was? The school branded him transgendered because this kid was afraid to tell his parents that he got his first pimple and he was embarrassed to ask him what to do. So they transgendered him because he got his first zit. Doug wrote, an email about Freedom Friday. Freedom is the ability to people live without government interference. That's it. And he, he has a lot true things. Julie writes a quick email about, well, so does Rich. Uh, anytime you negotiate with Dems, they are happy you lose and you're being scammed. The Dems won and are saying we duped the GOP again. Tim Wright, Republican Party responsibility. What responsibilities the party have to the legislative Senate leadership decisions? What action should we take within the party? Who's a rhino? Republican Party or the individual? Judy's email. They call it a win. I call it a sellout. Let's make Orwell fiction again. The walking cadaver fondling the breast of that actress just proves he's the frontal lobe that his frontal lobe is shot. Assuming he had one to begin with. All right, to the phones. We'll start first with Jess and then to Gary and then Tim. Go, Jess.
5: All right. Well, when I heard that they made a deal, I about drove into the ditch. Um, I've talked here before on this station, and let me just remind people that I used to be a expert in warfare, and we constantly refer as a Christian community to it being a spiritual war. Yes, it is. But war is manifest in Many different battles. The battles are different places, they're different ways. There's guerrilla warfare, there's cyber warfare, there's psychological warfare, there's political warfare, there's financial warfare. First, if you're going to combat, you must know your enemy. And in this case, we know our enemy. Our enemy are liars and deceivers and immoral and debunked. And to make a deal with such a group shows that either, A, you, you disregard that out of hand, which is completely dangerous, and pretending you're a warrior when you're not, certainly acting not like a warrior, and ignoring the attributes of your contender, and to make a deal with them, I mean, it's, it's to me, I'll call it, obviously, what's going to happen is they're going to deceive these people and they're going to wipe the floor with them. Uh, so stepping in the ring to trust them, <laughs> they got to <laughs> prove it first. And they have absolutely done nothing to try to prove that, but done the contrary constantly.
1: You're absolutely so right. I got to move on, Jess. Thank you. Thank Tina you. Kotak has proven she too is a liar and cannot be trusted. Let's go to Gary. Gary, go beeves. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, Disappointing, but not surprising. I don't think anybody's surprised
2: that uh, the Repubs caved. You know, when we ran against the uh, light rail 10 years, 12 years ago, um, we had people that wanted to uh, run down to the Capitol and lobby to stop light rail going through Tiger and Tualatin. And I just told them, I said, what do you want to do? Do you want to go beat your head against the marble wall? Or do you want to mobilize the people? Uh, there's no way to win in the mar- in the Marble Hall. and uh, But there is a way to win by unifying and going to the people, and that's what we have
1: to do. Fair enough. Go Beeves. Thanks, Gary. Folks, go Ducks. there is an opportunity. I think it's very slim, as Mark Anderson of I Spy Radio points out. It's a very slim possibility that the House Republicans will not go along with these deals and walk out. They need six to be bought off. Now, I'll get into it another time because I'm I, I'm going to end the show with Tim. But folks, you need to contact each member of the House of Representatives that are Republicans and ask them to walk out to stop. They can walk out. It's not going to hurt them. These bills all die. Question is, would they? They only will if you participate, if you turn the heat up on them. So go to the website, email them, call them today. It's over in the Senate. By the way, thank those senators that are not showing up like Dennis Linthicum, Brian Boquist, Kim Thatcher, and others. Let's go to uh, Tim. Tim, good morning.
3: Good morning, Jeff.
1: I'll be real quick. Thank you for having Linthicum and Boquist on the show. They're excellent. Yeah, they Thank are. You. Thanks, Tim. Linda writes an email, are legislative Republicans so brain dead they didn't see this coming? This is just awful. They do this and we don't even know it and lead us down a path every single time. I am told by a Senator what the deal is, that they're going to give in 2002, they're gonna give parental consent back to parents. Wow, what a win. I don't think, I haven't seen the amendments, but I don't think they're keeping the age at an abortion at 15. I think it's at any age. So what kind of a win is that? Apparently they have taken Senate joint resolution, which would have been a constitutional amendment we would have had voted on to have taken all the bad things that were in 2002, and put him in the Oregon Constitution. In other words, we would have had the opportunity to vote on putting in Oregon's Constitution all the bad things we hate about 2002. That got taken off the table. That's why they're referring to it as a win for parental rights. It's not a win for parental, folks. The question is, what do we do now? Dennis Linthicum is right. We need to focus on candidates who actually believe what the founders believed and won't cut deals. That doesn't help us today. So how do you drive home that point? Do you take these senators who have primaried, uh, do you primary them? These senators who have turned on us, who have caved and lost every opportunity to leverage coming legislation, coming legislative sessions, do you primary them, even if you know it means like losing that Senate seat. Is that worth it? I think it is. It's time to send a message of no compromise anymore. You can only compromise so far until your principles are gone. For you. Give them health, Talk to you Monday.